What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sound Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Round to the Good Life, coming at you guys with my daily podcast. So that's right. It is Wednesday night, hump day, right? I think it's Wednesday night, uh, hump day, and uh, I am on the move on my med run once again. And, uh, yeah, I am, uh, halfway done. Yeah, halfway done. I got, uh, one more stop, which is, you know, overall, uh, two and a half hours, maybe three. But, uh, then I'm done for the night. Come on home, uh, nice and early today. It's only like 8.45, so I'm making that okay, you know? making out okay on my evening med runs. So, as I'm walking back to my car from one of my med run stops, I was thinking to myself about things that I wanted. I was like, oh man, I want, you know, uh, my darker tinted windows on my truck and some other things that I wanted, you know, I got in my Amazon cart. And, and then another thought came through my head and said, well, do you need that? Right? And, and it kind of neutralized the uh, enthusiasm I had for that original one. And in doing so, it made me think of today's podcast. And today's podcast is kind of on the realm of wants, right? Or... And the question, I guess, is, are your wants, are your wants, the things that you would like to have in your life, your wants, um, are they are they benefiting you or burying you, right? You know, because a lot of your wants bury you in debt, right? Um, a lot of debt that we have is for things that we wanted but did not need. It weren't totally completely 100% necessary in our life in order for us to function, in order for us to have the best life possible, in order for us to become the best version of ourselves, but we wanted them, right? We wanted them just like children, and we had the tantrum until we got them, whether we use credit, you know, uh, or, or a loan, or uh, we worked our ass off and, uh, and got it, you know, uh, giving up countless amounts of hours of our time for our money, you know, however we did it, you know, we, we got it and it, uh, it didn't benefit us other than our ego, maybe, right? You know, cause a lot of times your ego gets nice and puffy when you get something brand new, you know, I know when I, uh, first got my my BMW big 740 IL back in the day it was the rave right it was the rave big E38 engine and big couch for back seats and super smooth ride and super powerful and uh when I first got it oh my god my ego was through the roof. 
despite the fact that my car payment was through the roof, right? It is the first time that I ran around with a ridiculously $800 a month car payment. Yes. And, and an insurance payment to boot. Right? And uh, all I did in actuality was set me back $70,000, $80,000 when I didn't need to be set back $70,000, $80,000. Right? I just wanted to be seen as somebody with some type of status, right? Some type of look at him, you know? And uh, the sad part is I was in law enforcement and the circle of influence that I was around, everybody did the same thing. You know, everybody, when we weren't in uniform, everybody was wearing the nice clothes, the really expensive cologne, um, dressing to the nines with very expensive clothing, you know, and uh, the amount of impressive cars that we drove was absolutely ridiculous. Until, until, right, you know, one of us got a divorce and the wife took half or, or one of us got so deep in debt you know, that they ended up coming to pick up the car, you know, um, crazy stuff like that all hinges on your wants, you know, when the truth is, what was practical was, I just needed a reliable vehicle to get to work, that's it, not a vehicle to show off on the weekends, because 8 to 16 hours out the day, 6 days a week, for 20 years straight, <coughs> my car sat in the parking lot at the job, at a prison, no less. You know what I mean? So I don't know who the hell I was impressing. Maybe the inmates looking through the peepholes, you know, uh, of the prison walls, who could possibly see, you know, all the visitors that came by to visit the inmates or the officers who came out to change their clothes mid-shift, I don't know who I was trying to impress, but it set me back. $70,000, $80,000 easily. Easily set me back, you know? And that was a lesson for me that was hard to learn over and over and over again as I got rid of old model cars and got the new latest greatest fancy gadgets and cars and and watches and everything else and I wasted a lot of income on wants right and those wants they buried me they buried me they buried me financially okay which didn't change my demeanor emotionally right and then also changed me socially, you know, because I spent most of my youth trying to impress people who didn't care, who didn't care about me, they didn't care about me, um, and didn't care about what I had, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, 
I don't know. Everybody had their own struggles, but I didn't notice that, right? I didn't notice that because I spent uh, most of my youth trying to be noticed, you know? Uh, so my wants took me down that route, you know? My wants took me down that route, and that was uh, a very deep, dark hole to go down when you were making six figures in your 20s in the 90s, you know, when most of the people that you used to be around wasn't even coming close. They weren't even coming close, man. The amount of hours that I was working and the amount of money that I was making, uh, I could have long since set myself up, whereas right now, I wouldn't be doing med runs because I'd still be having investment income coming in to satisfy and take care of that, right? You know, I would be uh, more focused on what I was doing. But your wants have a tendency to pull you based on what somebody else tells you that you need. Not what you think you need. Even though you make the statement, I want this I want that. It is not really based on who you are. It's usually based on the subliminal voice that is placed in your head to tell you what you need to want in order to make that person wealthy, in order to make that person live their best life possible. Right? A lot of our wants make other people rich. A lot of our wants make other people happy, right? A lot of our wants change a lot of other people's lives forever. And, and most of our wants bury us. Bury us, whereas it is almost impossible to have the life that you want in the amount of time that you have remaining after you unbury yourself from your wants. Wants are necessary but dangerous if not controlled. See, it is just like an infant having a tantrum. You know, you should not have everything that you want. You shouldn't have everything that you want. You know, it is sort of like a need a delay, right? You can have what you want, but you need a delay, and on top of that delay, you need an education, right? You need an education on somebody showing you what a person like you, how their life would turn out if they had that particular want, you know, sort of like a, <laughs> a, a crystal ball, right? You know? I want this so bad, right? Then voila, crystal ball shows up, you look at it and you see what this want is gonna do for your life. You know, I can remember my children when they were little. They wanted Barbies, they wanted Elmo's, you know, they wanted Barney dolls and, and uh, bicycles and inline skates and and so much stuff that they wanted, right? And 
had the financial resources at the time to provide for them a lot of those things. And uh, it turned out no different than the same way it turned out for me with me wanting a bunch of stuff that I didn't need. Right? I just didn't relate it at the time. I just didn't put two and two together. You know? I was wanting things like a child. Right? Wanting things like a child because of advertising and marketing and everything else told me that these things, if I had them in my life, would make me happy. See? Because that's all we're pursuing anyway, right? We're all pursuing happiness and running away from pain. You know, that's it. We're pursuing happiness and running away from pain. So if you're pursuing happiness and running away from pain, and somebody tells you that if you buy this car, you will be exhilarating to drive, super happy, everybody's going to be screaming your name, super impressed with you, you'll get the job you want, you'll be making the money you want, all because you purchased this car right here, right? Despite all of the other elements that it takes to have a successful life, you banked it on buying a car, right? I know I did. I know I did. I fell for the subliminal trick. Right, and uh, it got me nowhere. The same way it got my children temporary happiness from getting them all the gifts that they wanted, all the bicycles that they wanted, all the things that they wanted to do. You know, I, now one thing I don't regret when it comes to my kids once is the experiences that we did. You know, places we did together. Uh, things we enjoy as a family, we still talk about those times, you know. We talk about the log flume at Knobles, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and, uh, and uh, just playing in the park and, and all of the experiences that we did, the great adventures and and the, the trips to, to Florida and Turks and Caicos and Dominican Republic. And so we talk about all of those because those are experiences and those memories last forever. So those I don't regret. Those were once at the time, you know, and uh, we made it happen, you know, as a family. But I'll tell you what, all of the physical things that I brought for my children, even up until last Christmas, physical things that I brought for my children most of them are all sitting around not being used most of them are sitting around not being used this Christmas giving cash cash and gift cards this Christmas you know um, I brought my daughter a telescope $300 telescope uh, last Christmas and the only person that attempted to use the telescope I don't really know how to use the telescope is uh, it's me. I attempted to use it. My daughter attempted to use it a couple of times uh, during Christmas. Said it was too cold to look at stars. Yes, that's the excuse she used after um, telling me how bad she wanted it. And me being the father that I am, and the, 
hero of my family. I wanted to make sure that she got it. You know? And so she got it and it still sits there put together unused. You know? So we have to tamper our wants. But like I was saying about the crystal ball, man, if you could say what you want, then see what you would look like in the future with that want and whether that want really matters to you would be um, priceless when it comes to receiving what you want, getting what you want. Priceless. Okay. Um, I remember even in my younger years in relationships I would pray to false gods about having a particular woman in my life you know uh, oh God please oh God please if you would put her in my life this would be great if you let me have sex with her oh God this would be great, right? You know, or whatever the hell I was saying back then, you know. Um, you know that was my ulterior motive at the end anyway, my young hormones. But the fact of the matter is, is that those were wants, right? And, and not what I needed in my life at the time, you know. And, and I am glad that most of the time, None of those wishes were taken care of. None of them came true. You know? So, uh, sometimes the universe does take care of you. And it goes, ah, you know something? You don't really need this. You know, the universe is like that responsible parent that shuts you down when it needs to shut you down. That's for damn sure. So, uh, but anyway. We have to tamper our wants, guys. We have to tamper our wants, and we have to really, really run our wants through that crystal ball. Run our wants through that crystal ball and see what your life would be like with that want. And if your life would actually be better, then work on your manifestation techniques to make it right. But if that is not the case, if that is not the case, then tamper it back, man. Tamper it back and uh, put that energy towards something else. Put that money towards something else. You know, manifest things that are going to move you forward. Right? And manifest memories that you are going to be able to savor when you get older. And you can't do the same thing that you used to do. You know, I think that that is more powerful than anything. Manifesting experiences with people and family uh, over things all day long. You know, um, that's that's probably my my greatest advantage. And manifesting, trying to manifest things once was my biggest mistake. So. Anyway, that's it, man. I'm going to wrap it up with that. This is Lieutenant Sal Blue. Make sure you guys head on over to LieutenantSalBlue.com. Grab a copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life. Yes. And when you grab my book, 
over there I have an order form bump where you guys can grab my audio book at a super super discount so you can download into your brain 28 years of experience in about nine hours while you're working out in the gym getting your pump on or something you know what I mean driving in your car uh, to work uh, shopping in the mall whatever you do these days but anyway uh, that's it make sure you guys uh Subscribe to my Spotify channel. I love my Spotify followers. So head on over to Spotify and check me out and subscribe. Also, follow me on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Reddit, Blogger. And, of course, my favorite, YouTube, uh, where I have uh, tens of thousands of subscribers on YouTube and, uh, and tons of free content. So you guys can go on over there and check me out on YouTube today. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Lieutenant Sal Blue, season two, episode 336. And I will talk to you guys 